Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And I'm Topher, and I write Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> and, and this is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. This is, uh, we're in a sold out Dad's Garage Theater. That's sold right. out. They're <laughs> along the walls back there. Hanging from the rafters. It is shoulders hey, to hey, shoulders. Get down! <laughs> it's good to be That's here. This is Henley hanging decoration. That's right. Let her <laughs> yeah. It sure is. Uh, man, it is really great to be. I, look, can I tell you this? If you've never watched, we actually got to watch the movie here with all of mm. these people. If you've never watched a Hallmark Christmas movie in a theater full of people in Atlanta, Georgia at Dad's Gross here, you have not watched a Hallmark Christmas That's movie. True. Hey, story, it, yeah. it doesn't get better mm. than that, man. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't. Uh, Topher, was it a surreal moment for you? It, it is the only way to watch these movies. It is. And I lead a very privileged life because this is how. I watch yeah. all of the premieres of my movie. It's great. So you're telling me this is what I've been missing the whole time. This is what you have been missing. Welcome to my turf. That's right. right. <laughs> Big screen. Uh, this is uh, this is a regular episode for people listening, and so we of course got to say a couple of things. One, if you haven't joined our Patreon account, you're missing out because not only do you get uh, a Christmas card from us, not only do you get maybe a free shirt here or there, but you also get bonus content, like we just did an episode on the Disney Plus movie Noel. Any Disney Plus fans out there? Yeah. Okay, okay. 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 Uh, so it was a lot they're of fun. They're just there for Baby Yoda. They're, they're just there for <laughs> Baby Yoda. Uh, but if you want to hear what we think, if you want to hear what we thought about Noel and uh, maybe uh, the, the Night Before Christmas, that's on Netflix, all of that stuff can just be found on our Patreon account. How do they find it, boys? Deck the Hallmark. Patreon.com slash Deck the Hallmark? Sure, let's go that's with that. <laughs> I just want to get this right. I, I said, to, I how wanted, do you... I wanted to make sure that you wanted me to tell them how to find our Patreon. Yes, oh. You're like, how do they find us at Deck the Hallmark? Maybe they wanted a different Patreon. How do they find Grandpa Moss? You'd go to Patreon.com slash Grandpa Moss. Grandpa Moss. It's that simple. It's a good Patreon. It's a great Patreon. But I would encourage you to yeah. first join Deck the Hallmark and then join uh, Grandpa Moss. Mm. But either one it's really will we'll do. He's been yeah, taking yeah. all my money for years. Dude. Yeah. He has. He's a bad guy. Um, and then, of course, leave a review on the iTunes, all that good stuff. Everything you could do to support the podcast not only supports the podcast, but leaving a review also supports a nonprofit that we support called Communities and Schools. More on that later? Yes, absolutely. More on that sure. later. Um, guys, do you want to just talk about the movie? I would love Are to. Are you ready for it? it? Are you ready for it? it? Ready. Oh, it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, really quick, out there, uh, how many of you uh, loved A Gift to Remember One? Yeah, that's a good response. It's a good response. Uh, how many of you like to give to remember two? Oh my gosh. Well, if you missed it, let me tell you about it. A gift to remember two originally aired on November 24th, 2019, and it went a little something like this. It's 11 days until Christmas Eve, and Darcy is running the heck out of that bookstore. Aiden is an art teacher, and he invites Darcy to do craft time and story time with the students. And they're all like, is that your girlfriend? And he's like, oh. And they're like, oh. And it's great. 
Darcy is trying to organize a big book drive uh, for the rec center for the holidays, uh, but it's hitting roadblock after roadblock from stupid old books, books, books. Ugh. That's right. <laughs> Miss Henley's nephew, Marcus, is staying with her during the holidays, but he's not much of a talker. She doesn't know what to do about it. Uh, while decorating Darcy's apartment for Christmas, Aiden stumbles upon an old Christmas village that really makes Darcy sad because it belonged to her mom. She doesn't put it up anymore, and at first she's pretty awkward about it. It's like, put it away! But then uh, finally opens up about it and tells uh, tells him about how it was uh, th- her dad made it for uh, her mom, and it was a really sweet moment. Uh, and they end up setting up the village together, and it's great. Uh, Mrs. Henley asks Darcy and Aiden about how to get a kid to talk to her because this kid's just not talking. And at that point, Marcus comes out and sees the dog and freaks out. This boy loves dogs. Um, while they're all out walking the dog because it takes that many people, uh, they, they see this giant tree at the rec center, and the boy gets really excited, and Darcy's like, well, maybe we should all decorate it together, and he gets pumped. Uh, the tree lights up, and it's magical. Aiden is trying to figure out how, how to bring Darcy more joy this Christmas, and that 11-year-old boy has a banger of an idea. Make her a Christmas village of all of her favorite places. He loves it. He's going to do it. Uh, Darcy then comes in with some bad news. They're shutting down the rec center. I know. Uh, They're not going to let that go without a fight. They're going to fight it, and they're going to save it. Uh, Darcy makes this bread that Aiden's mom used to make, and this guy loves that bread, man. Uh, There's this guy named Pat who wrote this super boring book about the internet, and... (laughs) And Darcy is nice enough to offer a place to sell it in the store. Uh, Darcy meets with a guy who owns the rec building, and he's like, if I don't sell it, I don't make money. Why should I keep it? How can I make money? And she's like, tradition holds value. And he's like, not enough. I'm selling. More bad news. Books, books, books is at it again. The th- I know! They're throwing a competing Christmas party again. Will they ever learn? (laughs) After some pushing, the Historical Society decides to put the rec center under review to become a historical site. And if that happens, it can't be sold. Aiden finds out that Darcy's dad was planning to add a piece to the village, their house that they lived in when she was growing up. But he passed before he could finish it. So Aiden is going to try to add that house to the village that he's making. So he goes to the, to the house, uh, takes pictures of the house, and the current owner invites him in to show them something. A model version of the house that was wrapped up. Her dad actually did make it, and was going to gift it to her. She gives it to him to give for Christmas. I know. It's the day before the Christmas Eve party, and Darcy gets a call. The author that she had booked for the party is canceling to appear at books, 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 those corporate animals. She she goes to give them a piece of her mind, and it's awesome. It's the night of the Christmas party at the rec center. Man, there's a lot of Christmas parties in this town. The owner of the building announces to everybody that he's not selling. Instead, they're going to do a full renovation uh, to get it ready for another hundred years of being a rec center. And people are pumped. Christmas time, yes? 
So Darcy goes to find uh, find the uh, the nephew Pat, uh, and and uh, wait, I'm sorry, no. Darcy goes to find him, the owner, and the owner tells him that his nephew Pat is the one who wrote that book, and he was so touched to see that book in her store. It meant so much to him. So I guess he's a good guy now. Uh, now it's Christmas Eve. It's time for the Christmas uh, party at the bookstore, and she decides to let Pat be the guest author for the night and give a book reading, and it's great. <laughs> he sells out. Uh, she gets a call from the Historical Society that she has to go sign documents, which gives Aiden just enough time to set up the village at the bookstore. Darcy comes back, finds out that the power went out at books, books, books. It serves them right. Uh, and instead of being mean and rubbing it in, she calls and offers like to do a joint party with them. It's very sweet. Uh, it's time for Aiden to show Darcy the village. And she freaks out, and I cry, and it's awesome, and everybody loves it. I mean, it's a village. What can you not like about that? Uh, Marcus uh, is FaceTiming his dad. He goes outside, and guess who's there? Marcus's dad! It's a troop homecoming! <laughs> Aiden gives Darcy one more gift. Another model house. Their future house. And inside that house, a ring. He proposes. She says, no, I'm kidding. She says, yes, they kiss. It starts to snow. The crowd goes wild. And that, my friends, was a gift to remember cherishing time. Oh my gosh. So, Tover, how does it feel to have written a movie and then have someone next to you do the synopsis instead of you? Um, uh, it's probably shorter. Okay. <laughs> wow. Great. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I could have just asked you to give me the screenplay, and I could have read that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that would have been good, too. Uh, guys, uh, you know this, but for people at home playing along, we have four segments on this show to help break down this movie and share how we felt about it. And the only way to do that that I can think about is with the hot take. Hot take. Mm. That's right. It is where we share how we felt about this movie in no uncertain terms. You will not hear this and then wonder, what did they think about this movie? Mm. You will know how we felt about this movie. <laughs> And there's no one I know that is more honest, mm. more opinionated, mm. uh, and sometimes downright snarky than yeah, my good yeah. friend Panda. Panda, what did you think about this movie, buddy? Well, let me tell you, Bran, this movie did a lot for me. Sure. Uh, but let me take you through the narrative here. There's okay. a story here. We just heard the whole narrative. Right. Let me give you another <laughs> one. Very clear. Yeah. Uh, this one's a little shorter. And then that guy who wrote it said he did a good job. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, go no, ahead. Th yeah, yeah. All right. So... About halfway through this movie, I was sitting there thinking, this is a good movie. I like this movie. Is it going to break my top five? No. Mm. However, then we got to the Pat Young plot twist where it was his uncle, <laughs> and it sucker punched me right in the face. And then the final five minutes of this movie, they're throwing haymakers. I, I love this movie. It not only is in my top five, it might be, and I've got ponder on this. I've got meditate on yep. it. It's in my top three. It could be number one. I wow. love this movie. Wow. Wow. Um, Hallmark Channel 
This is how you do a sequel, yes. man. Wow. This movie was awesome. And it could have been the atmosphere. It could have been Dad's Garage Theater that like I've just felt it in the room. But this movie was awesome. It had everything that I could ever want. And not just a Hallmark Christmas movie, but a sequel. It was mm. awesome. It was down, it was close to flawless. And you know what? I, I said after we watched Holiday for Heroes that it was gonna be almost impossible to knock that movie out of the number one spot. Well, I got news That's for you, Holiday. Movie. I got news for you, Holiday for no. Heroes. Get the heck out of here! Yeah! It is not just because this guy's sitting right next to me. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I love this yeah, movie. It's great. I got, I got, I got tingles. It was I did so too. good. Yep. I got a case of the tingles, and the only prescription is a gift to remember three. <laughs> Come on, man. I loved it. Hey, Topher, what'd you think of your what's movie? Your, what's your hot take? My hot take on this movie is I would love to see Hallmark do more stories about existing couples mm. that are not at risk of breaking up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, bingo, where bingo. the manufactured drama in the film is like, oh no, he has an ex-girlfriend who's back on the mm. scene. Um, I set out from the beginning and fortunately had the support of the author of the original book and uh, my producer, Angela Mancuso, who was amazing on this film, um, where I said, can we please, please never have a moment where we're worried they're going to break up? I want to tell a story about how much more you're able to accomplish after you find your person. Mm. And mm. that was the goal from the outset. Before we even knew what the plot would be, we knew that that was a priority within it. And out of everything in it, that's the thing that I love about this yeah. film. It's quite a hot take there. Thanks. So everything else you hated, though, wasn't yeah. a fan? <laughs> wasn't your thing? No, no, no. No, he loved no, it. No, hey, no. Dan, let's take it down a few so notches. So it's... it's uh, <laughs> It's Damn. always great to get an intro from the writer on the hot take section. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm supposed to, de- I'm not supposed to, I do despise these movies. It's, it's not a bit at all. And every now and then there's a movie that comes along that makes me, I don't know, it softens my heart a little bit. This was not that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was sitting to the left of me and, and he thought, I, I've got like laryngitis. He thought... That I, I was crying. Um, look, uh, here's what I like about Topher's movie, because the writing in this movie is way better than average. That's really good. Um, second of all, it, it's disarming to see a movie where the two leads either aren't at odds at the beginning, don't know each other, or don't act like they're in middle school. That was very wonderful. <laughs> also... I laughed a lot in this movie, and I'm like 60% of the time, I think it was intended. Yep. So, like, for, like, that is, that is, <laughs> that is an incredible. I feel you. I'm no, at no. a solid 80. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. yeah. <laughs> that's an incredibly high number. Like, that for me, normally I'm laughing, and it's never, ever intended. Um, where you got on the train for this movie is kind of where I officially jumped off. The last 30 minutes of this movie is just a poker game of big moments. Um, it's just like, I'll raise your entire tiny town with a troop homecoming. <laughs> and it's like, there is no way that troop homecoming, God bless the troops, is going to upstage my proposal, <laughs> which is coming next. Look, this movie... I have legitimate feels for this movie. It will be in my top five for the year. Still not my thing, but I did enjoy it more than most of them. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. yes. 
I feel like with Dan, I get a preview of what my brother-in-law is going to think of my Hallmark I was really, like, I'm never nervous watching these movies or giving takes. I was like, oh, no. He's going to be up on stage. Uh, it's time for all the feels. This is when we talk about when this movie gave us feels. Uh, I mean, the whole movie. But well, let's... <laughs> We'll we'll take it we'll take it to some specific moments, Panda. Uh, there's a scene. I, I'm going to leave the the obvious ones at the end. The whole final you know ten minutes is just one big feel. But here's the deal. There's this great scene between Monica and Darcy as they are talking about how uh, Monica moved on after the death of her husband. That's a great scene. Mm. Like I really love how she said, "You know what? I just decided to put more joy out in the world. I got mm. these d- uh, decorations. I moved forward. I love that. Uh, I thought that's a really powerful moment. I thought that was a really good way of dealing with grief without being heavy handed on it. It was, it's a great scene. I love that scene. Gave me feels. Yeah, that's really sweet. Um, obvious. I mean, (laughs) the easy one is to talk about the village. And so I'm not going to, but how good is that movie? That M night Shyamalan movie, that movie's (laughs) dope. You never see it. You never see it. You never see it coming. Um, so I'm not going to say that even though the village scene was awesome uh, and I ha- I've always wanted a Christmas village but like you go to s- you see one little house and it's like $100 and you're like this is a commitment um, and so now I want to make one but that's not my feel uh, my feel is they're at the rec party Christmas party the rec center the rec Christmas party Christmas party, party. The, rec- <laughs> the rec center Christmas party and they're sitting at a table with two uh, older couples and they're talking about mm. their, their love mm. and how they've sustained it and that was uh, a really beautiful moment to hear these two old people talk about how their love um, has grown over the years and I think you know uh, especially in 2019 it's a super refreshing uh, take on love and how it sustains and um, I I think the guy said um, I try to hold my best self for my person I thought that was not just a really sweet moment but really good advice and so um, thank you for that nice thank you Topher Um, mine is uh less story related and more kind of a secret about how I write Hallmark movies. Um, my helpful characters, the, uh, the people that always help our leads along the way, um, are, um, whenever possible named after significant people from my own life. And, um, one of my dearest friends and mentors, uh, was an actress in Atlanta named Joe Howarth. Um, and I've been saving that name in my back pocket because I wanted her to be a complete deus ex machina when I brought her in. <laughs> and so when we developed the uh, scene where Aiden and Marcus go to Darcy's childhood home and they encounter someone who is driven by kindness and realizes the secret before they do, um, I got to hear my friend who is no longer with me I got to hear her name spoken mm. again and and the energy that she put out into the world um, contributes to the story of the movie. And so that had me and my husband sobbing mm. in the audience just to hear my friend's name spoken again mm. in the context that I think she would appreciate. I love that. Wow. Following Tover is going to be tough sledding. <laughs> I don't. That's um, by design, my friend. That's right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> now you feel terrible. That's dude. right. Uh, no, I actually have a few here. Um, when the Mad Lib to get Darcy's home address, <laughs> so good, is 
that that is the pinnacle of what these movies should be. It really <laughs> is. Like that is everything in in one scene, just just dumb, and we all know it. And the best thing in the world. I loved it. Um, so I do love the fact that this movie tends to have just this spirit of joyful inclusion about it, where um, the lead it doesn't matter if you're mean to her, she's going to be nice to you, <laughs> and like everyone is welcome. But really, the main message of uh, memories don't have to be replicated in order to be honored and cherished is like legitimately did hit home with me. Uh, my grandma, growing up, I was a super picky eater, but my grandma at Christmas Eve and at Thanksgiving would always make me a chocolate pie. Now, she had a homemade banana pudding and she had a homemade prune cake, which is a spice cake. She called it prune cake. She literally only made the chocolate pie for me because she knew that I would eat it and I really didn't eat much uh, growing up uh, at those meals because I just was picky. Um and my grandma, she now uh, lives uh, in a in a home. She's got dementia, and I don't get the chocolate pie anymore. Um, but I like that is the holidays for me. A lot of it. And my wife, God bless her, will not for the whole family, but when I get home during the holidays, she will recreate this chocolate pie, and she will try different recipes. She will try different uh, iterations of it, and just the com- the combined. A nostalgia with my wife's love and care produces a new memory that is so incredibly wonderful. And so for me, that was an uh, absolute home run. So I really, really do appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> not buying it. The way, um, the way what section's coming yeah. to work. No, hey. I love that. I love that it's a love story and also about pie. Yeah. <laughs> that and it hits it. me in several places. That's you what get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what all good love stories are, isn't it? Uh, it's time for the wait what. It's the part of the show we talk about. One, this movie made us go, wait what? Um, Panda, do you have anybody? I, I have a few. Uh, first of all, just a few. Uh, th- when we first meet Marcus, uh, everyone meets Marcus. Uh, they're standing How out great is Marcus? Marcus is amazing. Oh, and it has to be sharp. pointed out that was that actor's first movie. Man. He was amazing. He crushed it, man. So I this has him. nothing to do with Marcus per se, other than the fact that they all meet in the lobby, and, and Marcus just comes wandering out in his PJs in the mm. lobby for everyone. I just have questions. Like, who, has no one told him not to do that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just a thought. Going to toss that one out there. Uh, another thing, uh, as an art guy, I'm just confused how our lead guy didn't calculate how long it would take to do work with wood. Uh, no, no, like, you if, should know if, that, man. That's hard stuff. If we, don't, if we don't talk 10 minutes about his gift, I, I don't know what... I, I don't even know why we're here. We can do that now or in the What the Hallmark section. I don't really Either care which. One, uh, you want to save it? We'll save, we'll it. We'll save, save it. it for later. Okay. Uh, the cookie contest is outside. I just... Yeah. Move it inside, guys. They're it, cookies. It is... It's one week until Christmas yeah, in yeah. Philadelphia, and That's they're right. like, let's take it outside. <laughs> outside. These cookies are all hard as a rock. <laughs> but there's an excellent use of sprinkles. <laughs> what's, a, what's a bad use of sprinkles? <laughs> so I mean, such like thing. Shouldn't steak? have done that, Dan. Okay. Shouldn't have put sprinkles on that. A bad use of sprinkles is not using sprinkles. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, uh, Marcus tells his mom, I'm part of a top secret organization. She responds, that makes two of us, and then it just stops. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then finally, and, and the last one is Marcus again. Love this kid. Really do. This is not, it's just an interesting thing. Uh, he 
uh, uh, our lead guy says, hey, listen, uh, good job disarming uh, this lady and getting us inside our house. To which he responds, I should be a detective. I'm good at this. So here's my question. Does he know what a detective does? That's right. Because uh, I'm not, not sure. Uh, and that's it. I, yeah. there, that's it. Um, okay. There is a painting in Darcy's apartment that for the life of me, I cannot understand. It is sideways, but you look at it and it's a picture of a painting that is put correctly on a wall and, and I don't understand why it exists. I think it's a cutaway in an accent wall and the accent wall has the diagonal cutaway and then you see the it picture hurt my brain on the so other side. Much. I, I spent so much time staring at that it's, wall. Maybe if I go up, if I go like this, it would. Um, uh, so the guy who owns the rec center says, I'm going to do renovations uh, so that it can be around for another 100 years. And I would just encourage him to do renovations more, more than, than every, every 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the rec center will make it. <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, it's just, I think the people that were at Books, Books, Good Books got lost. They never show up. No, it, is, no. it never gets any more. Full, it's just always that it's amount It's just of another lie yeah. from Mary Shaw from That's right. Books Books. Right. Their power didn't go off. Oh, yeah, oh. people are coming. She didn't <laughs> yeah. tell that. Yeah, and what? Um, it's just not right. It's just not right. Yeah. Mm. Topher? Do um, you have any? Um, you, ha you had my favorite one, which was what is up with the painting yeah. in Darcy's apartment. Which <laughs> yeah. I, I, and there, I would love to have a better sense, now that we're two movies in, of how big this building is that Mrs. Henley owns. Now we've seen like the amazing rooftop deck. Yes. It's absurd. <laughs> that had like a chiminea like going at three o'clock in the morning. And... Um, I think Mrs. Henley, consider the Christmas decorations, consider that awesome classic car that is in great shape, mm -hmm. and the amazing building that she's able to rent to people that do not make yeah, much that money. Elementary art and teacher, have yeah. Way nicer places yes. than I do, and I wrote the movie. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. Dan? Yeah, the uh, the two uh, leads having that giant of an apartment was definitely on my list. I'm just backspacing out of here since the writer took it. I don't. Um, <laughs> so can we just camp out on our boy Luigi for a second? <laughs> um, we can, but I don't know why we wouldn't the wait yeah. watch section. Yeah. That, I I no. think someone hashtag justice for Luigi. What are you about to say? <laughs> I I'm pretty sure. Some... I'm sorry, justice for Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> Somebody like before they filmed this movie, like called him a fake Italian poser from the first movie. Like that's yeah. the only thing that makes sense because he is borderline ununderstandable. He in leaned in hard. Yes, he, did. <laughs> he he watched the first one and said, "I can do better." Yeah, I can do yeah. better. He, uh, do better. He, lo he looks like John Lovitz ate the cast of The Sopranos. And and, and, and here's the thing. <laughs> Here, Ba based upon his English and Darcy's crafts, I'm pretty sure the Liberty Rec Center should be shut down. <laughs> 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 
that there's an almost kiss in this movie. Why? I know. I love that. Why, why, why is there an almost kiss in this I movie? I almost feel like they did that on purpose. Like, there are times yeah. when I'm, like, wondering what the director is thinking, and I'm like, I think they did the almost kiss because it's a Hallmark movie, and there yeah. has to be an interrupted kiss. To. And I, I want to know what time warp Darcy went in to miss pulling that bread out of the oven by a year and a half. <laughs> It's literally disintegrated. They're just black cans of ash. <laughs> like, you cremated that bread. It's, it is gone. Um, look, uh, I, I'm so excited that a small bookstore wants to promote local art uh, authors. Like, I'm uh, so excited. But at some point, are they just patronizing this guy for a laugh? <laughs> like, are they just like, we'll put it up front. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> we'll let him read. It'll be funny. I just like, that's above and beyond in a way I just don't understand. Um, and I still don't understand how they can get to the point where they think books, books, books is having a big party based upon a postcard clearly built on Snapfish. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, this is serious. It's one side. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know how they can get there. Um, oh, it's starting at seven. That's serious. Yeah, <laughs> seven <wild>. until late. <laughs> late. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I can't take credit for that detail, <laughs> but I endorse it. <laughs> books, books, books. Rolls late, guys. That's right. Yeah, they do. That's all I got for now. Uh, it's time for the What the Hallmark. It's the part of the show where we wonder what could have been, what would maybe happen that would give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Uh, Panda? You know, they're getting real specific about the ounces of hot chocolate that books yeah, 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 yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just want to know, I mean, they're very specific. Nine ounces. That's right. Uh, which means in a 12-ounce cup. cup. That means they're giving three ounces of whipped cream. I'm yeah. on board. I, I'm not on, I'm. I'm not opposed to that. I just want to know, like, who's really that upset about the whipped cream That's right. uh, ratio? I, I just, I have questions. I, when I get more whip, I, I'm on board. Guys, I, I, I would be upset. Yeah. You would be. I have you been, would be I, measuring that. Yes, I have been known no. to ask for no whip. Yeah. It just takes up room. Give me more of the, the coffee. I'm, less, good, good, I'm, hot cocoa. I'm right. less concerned with how much whipped cream and more concerned with the fact that they're shorting people, but exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> they're not just going. That's Don't. how nefarious they are. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome, welcome to training. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to talk about, we're going to cut yeah. out three ounces right. of hot chocolate. They're like but three. add three ounces of whipped cream or you're right. out. Yeah. You're fired. Make it exact. I mean, they are free pouring hot chocolate. Back. Like, that's nine. We got to stop right there. Like I just stop. that's that is very nefarious. If you're measuring that's next level, you're evil. measuring nine ounces of hot I, chocolate. I literally yeah. wrote down that's next level evil on my notes. So. Yeah, and you are correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I just want to know a lot more about Pat, um, the the guy who wrote the internet book. One just. Crushed it, first of all. But Can we, uh, like, celebrate how just odd he is? Yes, he's an odd character. I love what an oddball Pat he is, is. He is an oddball. But his, his, <laughs> his uncle uh, says he went through a difficult time, and yeah. writing about the internet helped him through that. Yeah. What was the difficult time? Do we know? I, no, but, I mean, you know, it, it, all in good fun, but at the same time, like... People experience mm. um, 
profound moments in in their own mental health. And we all work through it in different ways. And that's one of the reasons that I love the oddity of Pat Young. And that was cast with great intention and a lot of conversations about, okay, where do you draw the line at kind of the inherent weirdness with this guy so that he doesn't feel like, you know, he's going to like follow Darcy home, but at the same time. (laughs) I occasionally felt that way. Like where it's like, he's a nice guy, but clearly there's something a little, there's something going on. I wasn't sure if we were supposed to think that he was into her or not. And that it's just, there's something, there's something a little Mm. off with this author. And, and but his so, speech at Christmas Eve about fi- like the 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 beauty of be finding togetherness oh, during the sure. holiday. Oh sure, you get a, Pat Young great. talking about the internet. He's gonna make it happen. <laughs> he's in. <laughs> it's a, he's in sell those books. That's but right. um, but from the perspective of a family member, if you if you do love someone who has experienced whatever mental health concern they have, and you have that sense of helplessness of just what is going to help you propel forward. And that is why it had such a profound effect on David Pierce. Because his his nephew was able to find the support of a community Mm. after clearly going through a time where he did not feel that. Yeah, that was great. Did you... How many titles of that book did you go through before you landed on what you landed on? Dude, unlike Pat Young, I was able to get it right on the first try. First try. <laughs> Nailed it. And I, and I will just say, he, he comes up and he says, I sold out. I just, how many books was that? Eight, eight, Max. I, I mean, we're talking, I mean, what? He did it through Ex Libris. How did he even do that book in the first place? And so, yeah, we're talking maybe a baker's dozen yeah. of them. But as, as dang long it, he as got As long as it's double digits, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, he had a decent sized box when he came in. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, Dover, is there any questions you still have Ow. after writing one and two? What's going to happen in part three? I really, what I'm asking is what's happening, man? Like, what do you still want to know? Um, I do. I feel like we at least, I mean, we answered so many questions that I had from the first one in this one, which was the excitement of a sequel. Mrs. Henley gets a first name. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. She said, she said, who she, well, uh, he said, Aunt, uh, what was Aunt it? Monica. Yeah, Aunt Monica. And I was like, did we know? That? <laughs> no, we did not know yeah, that. I like it. And um, and my goal now, if they are are kind enough to grace us with the opportunity for a third film, perhaps in the third film, Darcy can start calling her friend by her first name. <laughs> nah. um, no. And uh, but baby steps. I, yeah, I would like the for the third one just to be about her and Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost nothing about okay, Darcy. Okay, you joke, maybe. but here's okay. See, here's my concept. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. See, my concept is you do the landlady mysteries, and you get Ooh. all right. So Darcy and Aiden eventually they get married, they move off to the fantasy house, and then Mrs. Henley has this amazing building that is clearly at least like three floors. Like mm-hmm. she has a lot of tenants, even though we only ever meet two of them. That's right, and. Um, and and so like each uh, like little mini mystery you have Mrs. Henley who we already know loves solving mysteries from the she first does. film and so Mrs. Henley has new tenants move in and then mysterious things happen and Mrs. Henley has to snoop through their apartments and figure everything out I love and then that. Luigi's yes. coming over with his five dollar meals being like I brought hey. you marinara <laughs> <laughs> she's like thank you darling. <laughs> Can see the whole thing. <laughs> Man, that's good. I, I mean, know, right? She's a great character. I yeah, love, I love her. Tina Lifford in that I role. Love her. 
So and her I, exclamation jewelry. That's right. I mean, come on. Um, so I have one that maybe you can answer. Then I've got three that I'd love answers to, but I'm not crossing my fingers. Uh, where was Marcus before he came to Aunt Monica's? If mm. his dad's away and his mom's away, where was he living? Did they say that in the movie? No, it, it was that his dad's uh, um, ship out date was moved up. And so uh, he was home with his father. Okay. Oh, his I mother see. was already out. And so then got it, got go. it, got it. Um, and I know we're not supposed to ask this, but like, how old is Miss Henley? Ageless, timeless. Because, <laughs> because I her, like to believe that we live in a world where there was never not a Mrs. Yeah. Henley. <laughs> yeah. I just like I feel like her baby brother is a solid thirty years younger than she is, <laughs> but she also is still with it enough to let Darcy borrow jewelry. And yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in between there, there is some sort of age that I don't know if it exists. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that it does. Yeah, because it is unique. Unto that's right, that's Monica right. Henley. That's yeah, right. that's right. Man. Um, all right. So let's talk about this gift that uh, he puts together Aiden puts together. Um, How awesome that was. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so first of all, he's got one week. Okay. Um, eight days. Eight, eight days. It's been yeah. one week. Yeah. It's just built the model. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a baker's week. Uh, and, and, and he and Darcy have a budget, which after one year in a relationship, not engaged, they've established a budget of what they can. A and gift can. budget. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you do. sweet. So in his budget, Mm-hmm. He gets handmade mm-hmm. wooden houses made in Ohio, gets them made and shipped to him. No, no, he does that in Philadelphia. He yeah. said it was somebody that he taught back in Ohio. No, he, he just says it's one of his students. Oh, so yeah. it's a current student. Yeah, it's a current okay. student. So, okay, that makes yeah. a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. But my problem is, is at the end of all these gifts, poor Darcy's like, I'm not even giving you my gift. I know, right? <laughs> like, she got him a book and wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. Like, she cannot possibly <laughs> be like, thank you. Here's a book. <laughs> she can't. She, she can't. First edition. <laughs> and signed. And signed. It is also signed. And she didn't go with, like, talented Mr. Ripley. Like, she did a deeper dive. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It, it was the thought that counts uh-huh. bef- before he did all of that and proposed. Now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? How much is their gift? Budget. budget, yeah. He, she I, I found the first edition sign. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. Like Five thousand dollars. You know what? Let's yeah. all go around and share our gift giving budgets. Who yeah. wants to start? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, la- I do have. I do have a question. Uh, Barbara Kirkland got paid for nothing. We're on the same page there, right? Um, in in the cut of the film that we all watched together, apparently, yes, that is true. She just wakes up laughing. She's yeah, just like, I know. Like, she never had to come to. The, she didn't to have to do either the, thing, yeah. and she got paid. Yeah, I. Um, so in the uh, in the Topher Payne cinematic universe of Hallmark movies, uh-huh. Barbara Kirkland was a monstrous character in the opening of My Summer Prince. Wow. Um, with Taylor Cole and Jack Turner. It's a deep dive. Um, she was an evil children's book author prone to tantrums, um, and so. So you really don't want to unleash Barbara Kirkland mm. on Christmas Eve anyway. Better to just write her a check and let yeah, her go Yeah, exactly. Just Fair let her enough. go. Just gotcha. Let her go. Makes sense to me. Yeah, like, is that it? I think we did it. Did we do it? We did it. We did that it. is so amazing. Guys, how about this movie? Woo! Come on. Just incredible. Um, 
We're going we're gonna to get to our patron of the week in just a second. But before we do, uh, just a reminder, if you would like to uh, help support Communities and Schools, it's a wonderful nonprofit that gives back and helps students, uh, help students that are uh, at risk graduate, uh, you can uh, do a couple things. What do you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will donate on your behalf. You can go to deckthehomework.com slash joy and buy, uh, buy a logo shirt, a Deck the Homework logo shirt. That uh, uh, proceeds from that will go towards them. And also, you can just donate by going to deckthehomework.com slash joy and click on the donate it's link. It's a great organization. They partner with public schools around the country to provide resources to kids who are in danger of not graduating from high school. And we, it is our utmost joy to partner with them. And please do everything you can to give. You know, and we always say, if you don't help out, you hate kids. That's and right. So, that is really. <laughs> And that, that, that that's not from us. That's that's from yeah. uh, everybody. That's right. That's just fact. That's just fact. That's right. That shirt got nixed. We had that shirt line. Right. You don't it did. It kids. did get. It, it was too. It, it, it was too many colors. The printer right. said. I was like, what? Too many colors. Uh, weird. Um, we uh, do something on the show to, to end every episode. We, it's called the Patron of the Week. We we like to do a deep dive. Panda does. Panda yeah, is yeah. a is a historian. He goes online. He googles uh, these people and finds just the most amazing stories. And I believe you you asked Topher to help you on this one. I did ask. Yeah, you and this right, is just right. amazing. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. you and Topher actually, I believe, went interviewed, talked to who is it? It's Eva Thomas. Eva, Eva Thomas. Thomas. So you guys went and you yeah. talked to Eva Thomas, an amazing uh, supporter of the show, about her life and the story you came back with is absolutely I would say unbelievable. It's bonkers. Un- unreal. You would yeah. not believe it if they what were happens? such good researchers. Well, here's the deal. Uh, one thing about Eva is that uh, she's from Teak, Louisiana. Teak. Teak. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, Teak, Louisiana. And she started, and it's a small little town, about 50 people in the whole whole town. So, Got it. Uh, but she decided to start Humans of Teak, Louisiana. Where she goes and, and interviews each person in Teak, Louisiana t- gets their life story. Wow. It's really powerful, really powerful stuff. Now, she's run out of people already. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so she keeps repeating the same people kind of over and over again. But that's a deeper and deeper dive. Well, mm. it's it's Uncle Bubba. She's done Uncle Bubba at least five times. Wow. Uh, it, and it's a fascinating story. Topher, who was the person that you were most kind of struck by their story about the 10th time through? You know, it's so hard to pinpoint a single individual within that. Um, I think really, you know, it's it, Eva's um, it, Eva's searching for human connection makes her the most fascinating subject. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's that beautiful. Is, that's why you joined the Patreon. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. exactly Just right. Little nuggets uh, like that. If you would like your story told or not, we're going to do it anyways. Uh, go to patreon.com slash check the homework. Become a patron today. Guys, we did it. We did it. We We came to Atlanta. We watched a movie. We conquered. And you know what? May we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas.